Dingers over defence. Yes, the Broad Street Bombers. That's right, the Philadelphia Phillies have broken the luxury tax and have gone for it. Oh, what an off-season. This week's show, me and Alex get into the Castellanos and Schwarber signings, as well as all the other signings that have come in. And you know what? This defence... All right, I know, spring ain't been great so far, but this defence just may not be as bad as people think. Nor the rotation, nor the bullpen. Yeah, it's a glass-half-full pub, but with good reason. We go over all the other players that have come in so far in the off-season, discuss the lineup, and of course spring training so far. And we take on your social media questions as well. It's a fun pod. Listen up, guys. This is Broad Street to Britain. Oh my god! Hey guys and welcome to Broad Street to Britain, a UK Phillies podcast. We are just over two weeks away from opening day and the Phillies of Alex, they did it. They broke the luxury tax, baby. The Phils are going for it. Yes, come on. <laughs> Alex, I'm buzzing. How are you, my man? I am doing well. I am yeah, I mean, I'm just as excited. It's it's a pretty great feeling to know that, you know, all of this, I guess, what I did call misplaced trust once upon a time uh, is kind of a little bit earned back now. I can't say that, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm too thrilled with their tactic of not going further over. Um, at least they haven't done so just yet. Not um, yet. But, you know ideally you would try to make the team as good as possible heading into the season, but I digress. I mean, they did what we asked them to do. Um, that is, I mean, it's huge. And to get the guys that they got on the deals that they got them for, it's, it's pretty sweet. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Two for the price of one of what we could have got Brian, you know, Castellanos and Schwarber. Eh, well, not technically. Well, I, that, well, one, that narrative was a little overblown, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's technically correct. The fills are, uh, set up to what dingers over defense of Wall Street bombers. This team has got some phenomenal power in that lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the defense may suffer, but oh boy, oh boy, this this is going to be a fun year, Alex. Yeah, I know, I I completely agree. I mean, it's it's going to be another one of those things where I feel like now it feels a little bit better than it will feel in the moment. Uh, but you know, it it is pretty awesome to stare at that lineup on paper and uh and kind of just bask in it a little bit um especially if you know if and when uh things kind of flatten out uh in terms of platoons quote unquote i'm using air quotes for those listening at home uh because hopefully you know i i really hope matt veerling wins the job in center field um hasn't had a great start to his spring but you know obviously uh, Odubel Herrera is hurt as well. Uh, yeah, and then oblique could be hopefully out for a while, Villing, or be. even Muzzy. How about Muzzy? Hey, we'll get to that. I'm excited about Mr. Yeah. Muzzy putting on a show in spring training. We but, will, yeah, uh, we'll get to a bit of spring training talk very shortly. 
Because uh, a few guys are impressing out there, but yeah. Castiana Schwarber signed. Castiana just it literally just been announced. Good news. Ah, oh, Luke. Luke. Oh, man. DFA. Let's hope he doesn't get claimed because what a story that was. And yeah, he sort of tailed away as the season went on. But, oh, man, I'm going to be kind of bummed to see him go. Yeah. Um, again, we were just talking about this a little bit pre-pod. Uh, I... I was looking at some of his advanced metrics and yes, you know, the, everything from an offensive perspective looks, looks pretty poor. Um, and let's be honest here. He, he wasn't exactly ready to make that leap yet. Um, you know, and was coming fresh off of the Olympic team and all that stuff. They just really needed his help. Uh, cause he can cover, you know, every defensive position under the sun. Um, so, you know, they, they, they brought him up, but, uh, yeah, I think they're trying to sneak him past waivers at this point. I think they really want to uh, – because he's probably – he's not going to make the Major League Club start the year. That is just not going to happen. Um, so they are kind of trying to slip him past while, you know, teams are finalizing their rosters, you know, adding yeah. and subtracting players from their 40-man. Uh, and, look, it might happen. He might sneak through. He might, uh, you know, end up – staying with the fills and, and being a really great piece of defensive versatility. Um, but I'm really not sure I see that happening. I think there are so many teams out there that could use a guy like this on their bench. So many, mostly non-competitive teams, yeah. um, yep. but a guy that just can play everywhere and has a little bit of upside and put on a show in the minor leagues last year. And, and for the Olympic team, I mean, I feel like, I feel like he's probably not going to make it through. So uh you know, we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I would love to see Luke stick around, but uh, absolutely, yeah, kind of, kind of upset about that one. I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah, bit, bit of a bummer. I was a bit bummed. Uh, however, Castellanos is done. They've both been talking, both saying they're here to win. Bryce, what these boys in? He wants to win the team. We feel array to win. The Mets have spent. The Braves have added, even got better. Dare I say, this is going to be a. a Brutal, and at least have the Phillies done enough. Time is gonna tell. Um, Hoskins today avoided arbitration with a 7.7 million deal. Alex, this is a this is a big year for Reese. You know, if he has a big year, he then will then hopefully get paid. Uh, I'm quite, you know, it's a player that you think is already on a big contract. He should be getting paid, but 7.7 million this year. Bit of what do you reckon? Make or break for Reese this year because there now are players in place which could step in. Now, by the way, before you answer, I hope not. I love Reese Hoskins. I have got so many of his jersey uh, jersey with his name on the back. I love Reese. I badly want to see him have a big year. So let's hope this year seven point seven million, and then he gets that contract down the line next year. Alex, Dave, you are asking me a very loaded question. I am. Early on. <laughs> um, Look, let's talk about Reese Hoskins for just one sec. I don't think people necessarily realize how good of a baseball player Reese Hoskins is. Um, I think a lot of people are very caught up with, uh, you know, and this is very, uh, it, it, it happens with casual baseball fans, right? And casual baseball fans, a lot of the time, drive the narrative of what we think of baseball players. Um, Reese has a low batting average. Usually um, he doesn't necessarily slug 40 to 50 home runs every year. Uh, and therefore he is dubbed a, 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 a not so great baseball player. And he's, he's not a good defender. 
Um, so, you know, he's dubbed a not so great baseball player uh, by the masses. Reese Hoskins has a lifetime OPS of, I think it's 862 and an OPS plus of somewhere in the 120s. The, the two greatest signs of a good baseball player, Reese Hoskins has them. He's, he's got them in spades. So, I mean, I don't know why so many people want to move on from Reese Hoskins, move on from Reese Hoskins, but you know, I, I don't get it. I really don't understand it because he, he's a really good hitter. I mean, I don't think yeah, people understand how many lineups would love to have that kind of hitter. The Rays would die to have Reese Hoskins in their lineup. The, any smart organization would because he is a guy that has inherent value um, because he just manufactures runs. That's what he does. And you might not notice it all the time because, yeah, he's the guy scoring from first because he walked or because he's the guy, you know, uh, getting down the line because he's not afraid to, you know, pass off his at bat to somebody else, uh, you know, by drawing that walk or, or, you know, by settling for any of the, of, of the, of the profitable outcomes that aren't necessarily flashy. He's just that guy. That's the kind of baseball player he yeah. is. Um, and that's why he is so, you know, at least in, you know, ownership circles and things like that, he is seen as valuable. Um, and so many people are always, you know, at the, at the first chance they hear Reese Hoskins name, they're like, ah, nah, he sucks. And then they, you know, look back at 2019 and they think that that substantiates their claim when even his 2019 wasn't even that bad, but we're not even going to go there because <laughs> it's going to get all whatever. But it's, it's really frustrating that, that so many people are so, uh, ready to move on from Reese Hoskins. That's uh, and and they're going to get shut up when he hits forty plus home runs this year. Yes, Alex. I, yes, I will say the likelihood of his contract extension, uh, you know, is 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 getting slimmer by the day, uh, especially with the signing of Kyle Schwarber and the signing of Nick Castellanos. Because you look at this team and you say, okay, JT Real Muto is probably eventually going to shift to first base um, and have a great glove there. Um, and he might not, you know, maybe his, his knees hold up for the remainder of his uh, three years on his deal. No, four years on oh, his deal. Yeah. Um, but, you know, eventually you would think that in his advanced age, he will probably shift to first base. Um, then you have an elite first base glove. Kyle Schwarber is probably going to take some reps at first base. Um, and, and Nick Cassianos is probably a DH forever, um, which is fine, but... Reese is kind of the odd man out here. He's not tendered for multiple right. years to come yet. Um, you know, he, he, his last year of team control is next year. Uh, and then he, he hits the market. He's also represented by Scott Boris. Uh, so, you know, that's a hard nut to crack in terms of contract negotiations for extensions. So um, yeah, it's, it unfortunately looks unlikely that they're going to try to extend Reese. And I don't necessarily blame them. Um, He'll be 31 by the time he reaches free agency. He's not already? a good defender already. Yeah, I know. Um, he's probably, you know, suited to be uh, long-term a designated hitter. And would I rather Nick Castellanos over Reese Hoskins long-term a designated hitter? Probably. Um, so, unfortunately, I'm, I'm not sure he factors in their, uh, their long-term plan, at least not right now. And that sucks because he is a huge force in the clubhouse. Um, he's a great Absolutely. dude. He's a, uh, you know, everybody loves him. Um, at least, you know, that yeah. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna go there, but yeah. everybody should love him. 
so this is yeah, that's why I want him to have a big point. year. I need Reese to have a big year this year. Me Prove too. those doubters wrong. Force it, force the issue, force the issues of the Seriously. Phillies going, hang on a minute. Do we really want to let him go? Do we really want to let this guy go? Okay, 31. Okay, there's better first place defenders out there, but I just want Reese to force the issue. Or could we even put Reese back in left field? Was that a total disaster last oh, time? Yeah. I just want Reese to stay on this team. I love the what? guy. We're going to touch on Castellanos a little bit more. We've got a lot of questions on social media about Castellanos and Schubert, so we are going to get into that a bit more later on. But let's just have a look who the Phil's have brought in over the off-season so far as we head into opening day. So, of course, Schwarber and Castellanos. Uh, Oduble's back. Brad Hand, Familia. Uh, Torres. Did I see Torres back on Monday? He is. Did I, yes. did I see that right? Okay. Yes, did. Okay. Uh, Camargo, Knable. Um, and then some other, mi- as to the minors. <sighs> Alex at the Phils improved on last season because we missed out just last season, the postseason. We've added, the rest of the division have added, the Mets have added, the Braves have added, uh, the, 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 the West looks, the Dodgers look a dynamite, but the rest of the West don't look as good. I think the Giants will slightly regress. I think the Central, the, the Brewers and the Cards are probably going to be the big two, and then the rest of the division looks beatable. So the Phils should beat up and everybody else out of our division. They should beat up on the, well, should beat up on the Marlins, but we don't, uh, and the Nationals. So, is this team better than last year? Should this team finally break the postseason drought, Alex? Uh, look, I mean, when you look at it from a broad perspective, they've pretty much only added. Um, and I mean that in that, you know, Hector Neris is really the only guy that you can point to and say, oh, man, like they got worse for not yeah. having Hector. Um, but, I mean, Kutch, love him. Uh, they certainly got better than Kutch. Uh <laughs> You know, uh, when you look at, uh, I don't even remember who else left last season. Really, not Nappy, a lot of guys left. Quinn, but yeah, sort of backup yeah. players. Even then, I think they've Miller. upgraded a little bit on, on on Andrew Knapp. Yeah, Brad Miller is another guy you can say, you know, it sucks that he went, but they also upgraded from him. I mean, would you rather have Brad Miller or Kyle Schwarber? Come on <laughs> true, now. true. Um, yeah, yeah. So true. It's, it's, it's really interesting because, um, you know, they've only added, and they've added in a big way. Um, I mean, you've essentially replaced Hector Neris with Corey Knable. Um, look, I, I love Hector to death and he's going to be, he's going to strike out hundred batters with the Astros this year. I, I will put money on that. Um, but he's, he's going to be unreal. He's going to be great. Um, I wish him all the best. I wish they had just kept him instead of signing, uh, Jerry's Familia, but here we are. Um, here's the thing though. The reason that they signed one year deals with relievers is because they planned to go over the luxury tax. So Yes, I give them a pass on that one. Um, but when you look at it, Corey Knable has supplanted Hector Neris. No other relievers really that matter uh, left the bullpen last year. And right? in fact, gained so, in Sir Anthony, the way he looked today. Gained in Sir Anthony, gained in Brad Hand, gained in Jerry's Familia. Look, I mean, I'm not a fan of Familia off the field either, but they, they have added to the bullpen and they really didn't subtract from it. Um, except for Hector, who, I mean, Corey Knable looked unreal the other day yeah he looked really really good so i mean that's exciting um and i again i wish they had kept hector they didn't it's unfortunate um so they've only added to the bullpen they've certainly only added uh to the lineup i mean that looks absolutely crazy um and the uh oh hold on i 
got a little uh, a little news here. It's oh. just about minor league camp moves. Um, ah. It's fine. So um, then they've obviously they've only added to the lineup. The lineup looks great. Um, and then they've the rotation has stayed stagnant, and that's okay, I suppose. Um, they have some um, some depth. I guess I would like to see them have a little bit more. Um, but, you know, right now it's looking like uh, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, um, Zach Eflin is apparently slated to be ready for opening yeah. day, which is huge. Yeah. Um, I did not think that was going to happen. Um, Ranger Suarez could be ready as well. And Kyle Gibson, you know, just threw Gibby. two solid innings the other day. So, um, and a really, really great piece, I believe, by Alex Coffey. Um, of the Inquirer, she she um, put together a piece about uh, Gibson's cutter, which was really interesting. Um, give that give that a read. Um, but uh, then you've got some depth in, in Bailey Falter, Scott Moss, Hans Kraus, and Christopher Sanchez. I mean, are they major league ready? Probably uh, Bailey is, um, but you know, other than that, probably not. So um, it's they've they've added. They've only yeah, added. Yeah, and. Not only that, but the postseason has expanded. Um, by <laughs> all by all signs, they should make the postseason this year. I mean, they they look like a really good team. They do. Um, and in a division full of you know the World Series winners of last year and uh, you know the highest payroll in the sport, you know it might be hard when you stack yourself up against one another. But when you look at other teams in the National League, I mean. They look really, really, really good. Um, so yeah, yeah. I have high hopes. Yeah. I have high hopes for them. I have high hopes for the lineup for sure. Um, yeah, we've yeah. got to stay healthy. That's and that's the key Certainly. for every team, like at like yeah. ourselves, every team, because the depth all around, apart from the Dodgers, for everybody else, the, the depth isn't. You know, we've we've not got big depth, but the Braves haven't got amazing depth. The, the Mets, uh, you know, a few injuries could real de- really derail their season. You know, it's only the Dodgers that have really got that depth. So injuries, are, as ever, are going to play a big part. But it, it's so good to hear from non-Phillies fans and, and analysis who are going, yeah, the Phils should be a fun team this season. What, watch out for the Phils. The, the defense, all right, we, we don't know. We don't know. It, it, on paper, it, it could be bad. Spring training games. Ah, I'm not watching. Okay, it's it it's, it is what it is. Um, so we are gonna. It, it's gonna have to be dingers over defense, but the defense shouldn't be that bad as people are making out. I am I being am I being optimistic I and glass half full here? Well, it's it's interesting, right? Because they really haven't gotten necessarily worse in left field. I don't think you really could have gotten worse. Uh, Kutch was kind of at the end of his rope. Uh, in terms of being able to play the outfield because, you know, that injury really, it got him, you know? Um, so that was, that was tough to see. Um, but I don't think you can really get worse than negative production. Uh, it doesn't really matter how south that production goes. Yeah. If it's negative, it's negative, right? So you're, you're basically net zeroing with Kyle Schwarber's defense, and he probably will play more left field uh, in, in comparison to Andrew McCutcheon's defense. At the same time, Third base is we knew this. Alec Bohm yep. is, is not gonna be a good third baseman. It's just not gonna happen. I don't know why they continue to try and force the issue. It's probably to up his trade value or something, because again, you look at this team and you're like, What, uh, what is where is he gonna fit in? Uh, we can't just have a 
a void over at third base for, you know, four more years. Right. So that's a whole enigma in and of itself. And then who starts at shortstop? I mean, Didi made a couple of nice plays the other day. It's spring, but you know, maybe, maybe he's back a little bit. He also big misconception. uh, He's well, not a misconception. He was bad last year, right? His defense was bad last year. You could tell that just by looking at him. Not all metrics think that he was that bad last year. So um, could be a, a sign for something positive to come maybe. Um, but then, you know, if Bryson Stock gets in there, that's an automatic upgrade defensively. Um, Gene Segura at second base, you can't get better. I mean, there were maybe four guys in all of baseball with better second base defense than Gene Segura last year. And, 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 of, and of course, we're relying on Gene to be the Gene of last year as well. You know, uh, of we, course. We, Gene's going to play a big part. I have no doubt that he will be. And also, I mean, it's unfortunate to say, but this is also his last year probably with the team. Yes, yeah, true. Um, yeah. Nothing stops them from re-signing him. But, I mean, you know, they're not going to pay – him 17 million dollars next year I, I just don't think that's going to happen so um you know that's also very interesting um and he's 32 so, already so he's not right. getting younger yeah uh so and it's a big second base class next year as well so that's something interesting as well uh but it's you know it's technically it's not worse um you know they have the same guy uh at least platooning in center field and matt veerling can definitely handle that position i've seen him do it before um, and he obviously has a lot of offensive upside as well. So um, I'm excited to, to see him play a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I don't think they've necessarily, they haven't gotten worse. The defense hasn't gotten worse. It just hasn't gotten better right. not yet, at least. So, um, you know, you kind of keep your fingers crossed and you hope that things break a little better. Uh, and maybe, you know, DB's a little bit healthier. Maybe Alec Bohm is just a tad bit better uh, at the hot corner. But, you know, even if you're, expecting the same result it's not going to be that much worse yeah so yeah that will be interesting well um spring training so far before we get to a lot of questions on social media uh who's caught your eye alex sir anthony today was (laughs) wow wow sir anthony that maintain that he's just warming up and uh, you know by opening day opening week he should be touching 100 he looked mighty uh nikki mayton is having a couple of nice uh couple of nice outings out there as well yeah. uh stott's doing all right stott's mm-hmm. doing okay you know um the other williams <laughs> not luke uh justin justin williams he's mm-hmm. yeah nice to see and muzzy of course uh but who's caught your eye so far alex yeah i mean all those guys uh sir anthony today i mean that was that was crazy uh, I mean, I don't think I could have expected anything. I, I, I came into this season completely expecting zero from Sir Anthony. I, yeah. I thought he was going to start in AAA. I thought that, you know, they, they were going to take it slow with him. Uh, and now I kind of understand why they are not. Uh, I mean, you look at the three hitters he faced today. He faced Spencer Torkelson, Harold Ramirez, and Daz Cameron. And he, there was not one of those guys that looked like they matched up with him. Spencer Torkelson being like a, a consensus top five talent in baseball, yeah, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Um, like, you know, uh, well, in prospect baseball, right. Um, and then, you know, Daz Cameron and, and Harold Ramirez being major leaguers. These are major league baseball players. Um, and they looked foolish. They looked absolutely ridiculous. He made, he embarrassed them. I mean, it was wild. Uh, I, I haven't seen an outing like that for a Phillies relief pitcher. And you say what you want about, you know, spring training results, whatever. But that, I mean, you see a guy make people look like that and you're like, oh yeah, that's the stuff. Like that is, Absolutely. It. that is the, that, that is it. 
And if it's touching 97 this early in spring, like, come on now. Like, you, you, you got to be excited about that. You and have- huge for his confidence as well. Oh, massive. And just, you know, and, and Matt Gelb wrote today that he's dropped 30 pounds, which is Yeah, he did. Wild. He looked like a, a lean machine, doesn't he? Wild. Um, so, you know, obviously best shape of his life season, whatever. Um, but he, he looked absolutely fantastic. And I mean, if that fastball is ticking up from here on out, I mean, yeah, it's, that's going to be, that's, I mean, that's huge. I, I don't think there's any overstating how big that is because, you know, obviously you don't want Jerry's Familia to be your, your eighth inning guy. No, I, I was just going to say, imagine Brogdon, that's Sir Anthony. Yeah. Canable. Oh, oh, yeah. Brogdon now for the that. That's Durante good. For the eighth. Yeah. And then, and Canable, and then, hey, Corey Canable leaves next year. Again, we'll see what the qualifying offer. Um, but who's to say if Sir Anthony has a good year, I mean, you might have a closer. That would be a, a closer, a, a genuine closer. That would be, <sighs> that would be huge. I mean, uh, that would be the biggest thing that could have ever happened for this ball club. So I'm right. not, I'm not trying to get too far ahead of myself. No, here. but yeah, well, this is one out. Yeah, no feet on the ground. It, it's one outing, but the, the encourage the signs were there and it was yeah. really, really encouraging. Oh, yeah. um, I don't think the bullpen's as bad as people make out potentially, you know, Brogdon, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of Brogdon. Coonrod, again, looks solid. Alvarado, we haven't seen much of him, but he's, I didn't know he was an A26. Alvarado's, yeah, he's, super you know, young. He's, he's still a young guy. He's still yeah. a young pitcher. Um, if they can stay healthy, if they can produce their poten- potential, it's, it's a better bullpen than what we've had the last two years. No, I mean, but not hard, oh, granted, but it, it is an improvement again on what we've had. They are going into this year. Uh, Jerry's Familia and Brad Hand have essentially supplanted Brandon Kinsler and... Right. Who's the other? Who am I missing? There's one more. One more person. Uh, I'm definitely missing. I, God, I, I, I try and forget. Uh, <laughs> I try that and forget. feels like an age ago. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll do some digging. I'll look it up. But Kennedy? I mean, those no Kennedy was a deadline acquisition. Um, let's see, Philly's opening day roster. Uh, but either way, uh, it, it those two are supplanting you know two guys in the bullpen that are no longer with the Phillies bullpen. Um, so it's and it's hard to get worse, honestly, than than Brandon Kinsler and whoever this other person <laughs> was. And I'm gonna tell you who it was as soon as I can get it to load on my computer. Um, let's see. It was. Well, why did not just? Oh think- well, Archie. But Archie. I mean, Archie was. I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty bad last year. But so um, he's an angel now, isn't he, Archie you know, Bradley? Just, yeah. just, just think. We were going to last season rotation with Vince, Matt Moore, and uh, Anderson at the tail of our, uh, our rotation. The rotation. The rotation was uh, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Zach Eflin, Matt Moore, and Chase Anderson. Yeah, right. And then Eflin went down pretty early. So, uh, yeah. by the way, Zach Eflin, we'll, we'll touch on a bit more uh, as we get near the season, Eflin. But big year for Eflin. Big year for it's Eflin. Back off injury. Yeah. He's up. He's up. His contract's up for extension. He's, he's, he's got he's a, a free agent next year. If he's they don't he's 27 it. now, or even 28, 27, 28 now. He's he's gonna be yeah. He's, he's 27 now. now. He'll yeah. be he'll be he's turning 28 this year. He'll be 29 next year. Right. Yeah. So big big year for big year for Zach. And if he can Huge. finally unlock that potential, 
that we saw I mean, in 2019. His last two years, the only thing that have stopped him were, were injuries. Um, well, not injuries in 2020. It was just a shortened season, but injuries last year. Um, so, you know, it, I think he is a definite guy that you would want to extend, uh, especially because it, it will be pretty cheap um, to extend him. Uh, and you just extend you him, think, like right, yeah. give him a, give him a three year deal or something like that. Uh, you know, buy out a couple of years of free agency for him, give him a nice deal. Um, and you know, worst comes to worse, you bump him to the bullpen. You know, th- those team friendly uh, starting pitcher deals are always fine in my book. So um, you know, I I think that that's a no brainer. I think they're probably working on it right about now um, because that just makes all the sense in the world. Um, but I also think. You know, and and by the way, this was the the opening day bullpen of of twenty. Ah, uh, go on. Uh, Archie Bradley, Hector Neris, Jose Alvarado, Connor Brogdon, Brandon Kinsler, Vince Velasquez, Sam Coonrod, and David Hale. David Hale. Oh, that's so why I, that's you why are, I can't remember the name. You are replacing David. And, and Hale. then we got Workman as well, didn't we? Brandon Work. Oh, no, that oh. was your prior. I know that feels like it was. Oh, it makes me that cream. that wound is still flat, uh, fresh, but. Oh yeah, uh, so you replaced you replaced replaced Archie Bradley, uh, Vince Velasquez, uh, David Hale, and Brandon Kinsler with Jerry's Familia, Brad Hand, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez, and then somebody else. I'm assuming there is probably one more relief arm that they're going. Yeah, to so that, that's um, an improvement. Like we said, that's an improvement. It's definitely an improvement. It has not. It has certainly not gotten worse uh it, so yeah, you know it, it isn't going to set the world light it's not going to say set baseball light it's not the best in the division but this is this is an improvement on a team that just right. missed out the last two years in the playoffs yeah i reacted negatively to those signings at the time by the way brad hand and jerry's familiar i, I think we did. all did alex i think we're because all guilty of that off field things you know being what yeah. they are that's yeah a shame they the, the Phillies should be ashamed of themselves let's just put call it as it is right um but I think that I, I know that actually they didn't sign relievers to multi-year deals because of the luxury tax, right? We know that now, and that is you know something that uh, we couldn't see at the time. Of course, we reacted negatively because there were other better pitchers out there. Hector Neris could have been signed for two and a half million dollars more than Jerry's Familia uh, if you'd just given him an oh. extra year. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate, um, but it is what it is. Um, now. Again, like this bullpen, well, the opening day bullpen at least is not worse than last year's opening day bullpen. It is leagues better, and I know now that I say that it's going to be, you know, absolutely abysmal. But it's leagues better. <laughs> it is. It's still not good, but it's leagues better. Um, exactly. Because that bullpen was deplorable. That's exactly. And and let's see what happens at trade deadline. If we're contending, if we're in a really good position, mm-hmm. Middleton might just go. You know what, Dave. Bit more cash right here. Go get us some more relief it, uh, help or even another rotation piece. That's it's, the biggest, I mean, that's the biggest benefit of, of going over the luxury tax, right? Yeah. I mean, at the deadline, they don't have to worry about skimping dollars anymore. They can just, you know, it's exactly what the Braves did, right? The Braves went out, took on right. Adam Duval's yeah. salary. They took on Jock Peterson's salary. They took on Eddie Rosario's salary. Blah. They were just like, here are bad players. We will take that money relief from you, right? The Phillies can do that now especially if they're in contention. Like, you want to, you know, you want an extra relief arm? Craig Kimbrell's making $18 million for the White Sox, and they haven't right. traded him yet. Take on that entire salary. They'll pay you to do it. Like, they will give you a process. Ah. Um, so, 
you know, it, it's unless he's, you know, having a pretty great year, which he might be. Um, but there are so many avenues they can take now at the trade deadline and before um, that they, they really weren't able to take before. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. That is the best part about it. Absolutely. But we need to be there. We need to be in contention when that time comes. We've got to do the, 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 the main groundwork first. All right, Alex, uh, social media questions. Are you ready? Let's do it. Quite a few to say. Jonathan Young, who will have the highest batting average for the Phillies? I'm going to go, I'm going to go Segura again, I think. I think Segura is going to have another consistent year. Mm. That's a hard question. Um, I'm going to say, I mean, Bryce is probably the easiest answer. Um, but I think that's what my guess is. Um, it's either, it's in my opinion, it's a, a race between Bryce and Nick Castellanos. Not the batting average matters, True. but you know, those are the guys that, uh, you know, they just, they hit for average, but they also hit for everything else. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I think Gene, because Gene, if he pick one in the lineup, get, I think he's going to want to get on, get on base every time with that Definitely. massive lineup behind him. Yeah. Who, who are likely to get him home. You know, he is I, gonna I be, think he, he knows they that. are going to really underestimate him. Pitchers are, they're going to be like, Oh, finally a break in this lineup. You know, Gene Segura batting. He just know, gets on base. Second or whatever. And he's going to wallop one on them. It's going to be really, I, I think that's going to be funny. He's, uh, he's a great hitter. Absolutely. Uh, Henry uh, Taylor Jill says 5.5 runs conceded per game. Are we over or under that this season? Last year we were 4.6. Ooh. I'm, go ahead. You go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go under. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm going to go I, under. For whatever reason, people are so pessimistic on the pitching staff, but I don't think, again, I don't think folks realize how good this rotation is. No. And, it's and, not, and, you know, we're, we're not looking at, you know, uh, Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer one-two punch at the top of the rotation, right? But, like, there are very consistent starting pitchers in in this rotation. Right. Um, and, you know, people are going to point to Aaron Nola, but statistically, Aaron Nola is primed for a major bounce back. Neat. Um, we need it, man. We yeah, need it. Certainly. But we, they can all keep you in the game. All of these pitchers. And if Ranger is anywhere near what he was last year, come on now. Like, we can't even uh, – that would be insane. Uh, Jim McElhatton says – Oh, good question. How many homers combined will Schwab's, Castellanos, Harper, and Reese all hit this year? Oh. He's saying 130. 130. Let's say, well, they're all going to hit 40 plus. Yeah. So 40, 80, <laughs> 120, oh, 140, 60. Uh, realistically, Alex, what do you reckon? Uh, I'd say 130 is probably a little bit too low. I'd, I'd give them a good 140. I think 35 a piece is, is fair to say with a little give, give or take. Um, you know, I think you're probably going to get a little bit more than that from uh, maybe Bryce, um, especially with all this protection in the lineup now. Um, and maybe yeah. Schwarber. I mean, Schwarber could hit 50. Who knows? Because, um, you know, oh, being Alex, a you're, park, no, being, uh, you, you just have to look at his spray chart. I mean, he's in a short porch park. Castellanos, too. Castellanos hits it the other way all the time. Um, now I will say you can't get more hitter friendly than Great American. You you can't get more more hitter right, friendly yeah, than, yeah. than the Red Stadium, right? So it's it's hard to say that he will hit more home runs, but he's in a lineup with more protection for sure. Um, well, kind of. Um, that Reds lineup was good last year, but I digress. But um, yeah, the Reds. Have been... I I think yeah. you know Bryce will also probably hit for a little bit more power and a little less average this year. 
Um, and I think I do think Reese is primed for a huge year. So we'll see what happens. But um, I, I'd, I'd say conservatively 140. One Given everybody five. stays healthy. 145. Okay. 145. Okay. I, I think Reese, well, I think, and I'm praying for a Reese breakout of a plus 40 like you, but I'm going 145. I, I think it's going to be the Broad Street Bombers. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to absolutely put on a show this year. It doesn't matter um, how many. We know they're going to hit a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. I just, I, I just get me to opening day, Alex. Get me to opening day. Uh, yeah. Jeffrey Branch says, My concern is with the starting pitching. Will it be enough to make a team a contender? Sort of just covered that. Literally, we, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not too concerned at the moment. I don't get it. I, I really don't understand. It's, I think people are just like kind of, they wanted a shiny new toy in the Phillies rotation. Um, and so they, you know, they wanted somebody to get hype about. And um, look, I mean, you're going to get Zach Wheeler. Hopefully it's the same version you got last year. You're going to get a better version of Aaron Nola. It's going to happen. You hope Ranger Suarez repeats. Um, but I think all these things are going to even out, right? Zach's probably going to have a little worse of a year. Aaron's going to have a way better year. Ranger's probably going to have a little worse of a year, probably a lot worse of a year. Let's be honest. I mean, there's no way he's going to keep up a one. Well, right, yeah, if right? he did. So, you know, but then you have Zach Eflin for hopefully the full year. You have Kyle Gibson for the whole year. Kyle Gibson is your number five starter. Yeah. And what, a, and he's solid, right? I, he's, thought, he was, he, I thought he was decent. Fun. And when you have, look, you would hope to have a better infield defense behind him. You would, but that can be said for any of these starting pitchers. Right. All of these guys get ground balls. So, you know, a better infield defense. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. We hope it happens eventually. Um, but I, ju- I don't know why people are so low on the starting rotation. It's really good. Like it's the the second best part of this team. It's, yeah, it's quite consistent. So I don't know why people are so low on it. Uh, Carl Went wants to know on a less serious note, we've sort of covered covered a double and the platoon. So less serious note. Uh, what is our opening day takeaway going to be? Well, of course, yeah, for me, so for us, it'll be about nine o'clock. So uh, you know what? I was going to get a Pashyunk uh, takeout because they they deliver their ingredients. So you can cook it yourself. So I was going for a cheesecake, but I'm going to Pashyunk on a Saturday for an MLB UK meetup. So we're uh, Chinese. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I might go for a ch- or go proper traditional, get some hot dogs in and get a yeah. bit of a homemade hot dogs, beer. Uh, what do you recommend, Alex? What do you recommend? What's a good American sort of nachos? <laughs> <laughs> nachos are uh, are definitely not American. Um, but... <laughs> I know. I said nachos. I'm uh, thinking that's not American. Um, I, uh, I say hot dogs are about probably as good as you can get, right? Hot dogs and some beer. I mean, that sounds pretty American to me. Um, I will be at the ballpark, so I will be uh, uh, acquiring some Shake Shack um, and uh, many beers. Many, yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be a few. There's gonna be a few beers. And then Saturday, I'm going out to London for the uh, to meet the rest of the amazing MLB UK community group. Nice, big big meetup happening at Home Run House, and the Phillies will be on there as well. Plenty of beer there. Sunday, yeah, early game, six o'clock, I think. Again, so yeah, yeah, happy times. Can't wait for opening day. Uh, Brett says, uh, what does CF look like now Odubel may not start the season? Um, Veeling and what, Hazley? Is, is, is Muzzy pushing for a, a shock start in the, uh, in the platoon? Uh, what do you reckon? I don't think Simone Muziati will be ready 
for the opening day roster. I think they're going to give him some time in AAA, uh, as they should. Uh, so I would say it, it, if the, you know, if, if Oduble is not ready, um, I would say probably uh, it looks like Matt Beerling and that's a hard question. Hazley? I mean, I guess it would be Hazley, yeah. but I, I don't think they'd necessarily – also, it depends on what happens with roster expansion. Um, right, yeah. I, uh, Apparently, rosters might expand to 28 uh, for April, which would be interesting. Um, but I don't know. I, I would guess Adam Hazley is, is the next guy up, so to speak, um, in terms of the depth chart. Um, but I don't know if, how much I would like that. That's too not, you know, not necessarily – ready center fielders um i really wanted them to sign somebody like billy hamilton or somebody that would just shore up that center field spot uh that that didn't happen so uh we'll see uh i think it's that that person is probably not on the roster um yeah uh, is what i would say uh, if may, they don't may not think. be again to trade deadline yeah maybe i i don't know honestly, i think it really it it depends on there's a lot of moving parts right I think the Phillies are probably – I think a trade could be brewing um, just because they have they have four catchers on the opening – on the uh, on the 40-man roster, right? Right, and we haven't no, even seen Marshawn or Hoppy much this spring. And he just – yeah, Marshawn just got optioned uh, to, to the minors. To minor league yeah. camp. So, um, you know, I – I feel like something is probably coming. Um, I don't but, think so. Donnie... Wait, who who would that have us as backup? Sands would Sands go to? Yeah, Donnie Sands. Garrett, Garrett Stubbs is probably going to be the major league backup. Um, so it will be JT Romuto and Garrett Stubbs. Triple A will probably be Ohapi and Sands, um, and they'll they'll probably split time between catcher and DH because um, both of them are. are well, and then Marshawn goes to. Who knows? Because 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 we've got we've got good depth. Marshawn is is a good young cat. Logan O'Hoppy is a lot of hype around him. Logan is probably going to be if they make a big move at the deadline, he'll probably be the piece that they dangle. I would have to guess. Um, and then I think that uh, I don't know. Raffy kind of seems like the odd man out here. I've been saying it for a while now, but I I think a trade might be brewing. I think that they really oh. have to they have to figure out what they also have to figure out what they're going to do with Mickey Moniak. I hate right. to say it, but right, um, yeah, Moniak, of course. You can't go into this season you know, with Adam Hazley, Mickey Moni, you know, all these guys on your 40 men roster that just aren't contributing, you know? Um, yeah. And, and Mickey, he's just not ready yet. It's kind of a thing of circumstance. Um, you know, he, I, I would think you'll probably try to get value out of him if you're going to get rid of him. Um, I thought he was going to get DFA today, but that again, with Luke Williams getting DFA, it makes me think maybe Mickey is part of a trade somewhere. Um, you know, Ooh. maybe, maybe Raffi is going in that same trade. I think, I think a trade, the Oakland athletics have so many other pieces that they need to sell. Um, I think a trade with the athletics could definitely be possible. I yeah. Think Although there's, there's a lot of teams linked with the, uh, I think the Marlins are linked heavily with trades that way as well. In fact, I think sure. everybody is, there's a bit of a, uh, yeah, stuff. there's a lot of time left before the season too. I mean, well, a lot of time is, is a very relative statement, but, um, you know, I also think that a trade with the Blue Jays could be possible. Um, I, I heard a couple interesting things um, about it. Nothing that I feel comfortable, you know, like really yeah, yeah, course, putting course. out there as a definite thing. But yeah, like, yeah, like um, Alex said. Well, I so I, I look at somebody like Randall Grichik, right? Randall Grichik, uh has, has spent time in center field, um, you know, isn't terrible there. Certainly not terrible. Um, and 
is the odd man out for the Blue Jays. He, he does not have a spot. Um, I mean, and I know, I do know pretty comfortably, they want to go after Michael Conforto. I mean, they need a left-handed bat. He's available. Why wouldn't you do it? Um, so I, they, they want to go after Michael Conforto, right? So um, I feel like Kevin Biggio, or Kevin Biggio, not Kevin Biggio. Um, not <laughs> Randall, Randall Gritchick um, is kind of the odd man out there, right? So it's kind of interesting. He's owed, I think, $10 million a year over the next like three years. They'd probably have to give the Phillies something to take on the contract. But I mean, maybe the Phillies send back, um, you know, some kind of package of, of 40 man guys that, you know, they haven't necessarily, you know, like Mickey Moniak, maybe yeah, yeah. Rafi Marshawn, uh, so that, you know, the Blue Jays get a really nice, I do, it doesn't really make sense. The Blue Jays have a lot of catchers, so that doesn't make a lot of sense, but you know, something like that. Right. And then yeah, the yeah. Phillies take on Randall Gritchick's, Randall Gritchick's contract in which he's a, he's an okay center fielder, but he's also a late in the order power bat. And it's just another one of those bats. I mean, it's better <laughs> yeah. what they have in, than what they have oh, in yeah. at the moment. So, um, you know, it's, it could be interesting. I don't know. Um, but I, I have a feeling that some trades are coming to clear some spots off the 40 man, because I mean, as of right now, I don't even think there's a guaranteed spot for Mickey to play every day in Lehigh Valley. No. Um, you know, you've got, you've got, Simone Moziati is going to lock down center field for sure. Adam Hazley is probably going to play left. Um, and then right field, if Justin Williams stays with the organization, I'd give Justin Williams time over Mickey Moniak. I mean, it, it's hard. I, and I love Mickey. He is, you know, great dude, um, very motivated. But, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. They're probably coming to a crossroads here where they're going to have to make a tough decision. So, who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah, well, gritchy, gritchy. I, li- I like it. Uh, right, so quick fire ones, Alex. Uh, yes. I'm going to mix Dylan and Pete Pratt's questions together. The uh, legend that is Pete Pratt. Uh, hey. So Dylan says, who are you more excited about, Schwab, Bombs, or Casty? And Pete says, who has a better year, Schwab or Castellanos? Mm. So, uh, Alex, who are you more excited about and who's going to have the better year? I am more excited about... Tough one, right? It's really hard. I personally, personally... I think Castellanos probably has the better year um, because he is the better hitter. It just, it, it is what it is. Um, I am most excited for Schwarber. I think Kyle Schwarber could hit 50 home runs in Citizens Bank Park. Um, I, I know that that seems like a lot, but this is the hardest hitting left-handed bat. And, you know, Bryce obviously hits really hard, but yeah. Bryce is a different kind of hitter. Bryce is a five-tool hitter, right? Like he's got everything. He, he does everything. Kyle Schwarber is bailout power. Like this is the hardest hitting bat that they have had since Ryan Howard. Um, the, the hardest hitting left-handed oh, bat that they've had since Ryan Howard. So, I mean, I, I really do think with a short porch park, a guy that can hit to all fields, I think Schwarber could hit 50 home runs. If he hits 50 home runs, I mean, that would just, if he hits 40 home runs, I would be absolutely over the moon. I mean, then you have a truly prolific power hitter on your squad that you can pretty much count on. You can, you can pencil him in for 30 plus every year for the remaining time he's here. Yeah. By the way, that contract is such a good deal. I mean, four years, you get him through his entire prime till he's 32. You get him, you get him age 29, 30, 31, 32. You get him through his whole entire prime in a short porch park for a guy that last year probably had the best offensive profile. Not the best one of the best offensive profiles in baseball. 
Like, he was unreal last year. He was unreal. And if he didn't get hurt, I'm sure he would have been in the yeah. MVP conversation. Didn't have the defense for it, but I digress. Just an absolutely amazing hitter. So I'm more excited for Schwarber, but I think Castellanos probably ends up having the better year. Yeah. And I, I was Castellanos, I think, oh, he's a great character. He looks a great, oh, fun guy. You know, he's looking, so Philadelphia. It's great. Looking forward to seeing a lot of Castellanos, but Schwarber, like, when I go over in June, I'm getting seats in the outfield. I want to catch some of those bombs heading out to Ash Bernani. Yeah. And uh, Schwaber, I am really, really excited to see what Schwaber does, like yourself. Um, I was asked a question on another podcast last week. You know, it, we're talking about teams' windows of comp- of competing, and I was just thinking, this is the Phillies' window right now, isn't it? These it's this year, been their next window year, for two years. This it's not a big window. We haven't got a big window, but we're, we're this is it. This this year, possibly next year, depending on what moves we make going beyond that, but. This, this is kind of it. This is yeah, it. It is. But also, this is the current window, right? Oh, yeah, what yeah, I think yeah. is What I think is really, um, honestly, the best thing I think Matt Klintak ever did as general manager was, was payroll structuring. Uh, Leaving was one of them. Like, <laughs> payroll structuring, he, was, he did a really good job. Um, I think that the fact that, and this wasn't all Klintak, right? But Bryce Harper's deal. Yes, it goes on forever. We've got 10 more years of Bryce Harper. That's just the thing that has to happen. He saw the DH coming. Bryce is going to be the DH on this team for a long time after Nick Castellanos leaves. Um, But all of your guys are tendered through the same amount of time. Like JT Real Muto and Kyle Schwarber will expire at the same time. Zach Wheeler expires a a year before that. Yes, a year before that. what else? Um, who else is on the books for a long time? Um, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Castellanos expires a year after that, right? So yeah, Castellanos, they yeah, all expire within a window where it is, you know, it's it's not silly to say that the, the, the Phillies will still be competitive at that time. Then those contracts lift off the books. They can sign other guys. The farm system is quite a few, you know, most of their top talent is like one, two years away. So then they come and they reinforce that window all the way through to the end. Then those guys are in their primes and you sign more guys. Anyway, it's a whole thing. I think about this way more often than I should, um, <laughs> but it really is the, the payroll is structured in a way where it's, it's really smart. Um, you know, it's, it's built so that there's a window now, but then there's also going to be a window when this window ends. Um, because they will still have so many of, you know, that that's when the farm really comes to shore everything up. Um, That's when they, you know, all their money expires so they can spend more money, things like that. Um, I think it's a really, it's, it's a pretty solid structure. Um, All right. I'm, I'm a lot more happy. And of course, getting impressed in Massingly was, was a a great move just, just for that sort of occasion when it, in it down the line and the fields have got the structure off the field in the back room in place to bring the club forward and have that Phillies way as they've kept banging right. about in the off season. So yeah, actually it's, it's, it, the future's bright. The future potentially could be bright. Um, one uh, final question uh, from Rachel, who is one half of the Cubs UK. Uh, Rachel says, who's going to hit the most homers this year? Uh, I'd love it to be Hoskins. <laughs> I really would. I would too. Out of nowhere. Reese Hoskins, 45. Um, 
I, it's going to be a Harper and Schwarber. I, I, I've got a feeling though, right? Yeah, I think, I think it's Schwarber. I, I also don't like, it'll be close, but I don't think it'll be that close. I think Schwarber will have like a good six or seven lead uh, on whoever the next person is. I just think I, I look at the damage he was able to do last year. I mean, you couldn't pitch him anywhere. You, you, you couldn't leave the ball up because he was crushing high fastballs. And, if, you know, he's going to regress a little bit in terms of average and on base, right? Yeah. But in terms of power, I think it'll, it'll be there for a while. Um, and I'm, I'm just really excited. I don't think you can go wrong with that guy in a short porch park. I think I'm saying Bryce Harper. I'm going to say Harper. I, I think 35 it. home runs last year. Missed a lot of time with that smash in the face he had. If he has a full healthy season, I think we're going to see 45 plus. No, I think it's going to be close between him and Schwarber. Wow. Pushing. Imagine that both of them, you know, pushing. They both could be in the home run derby. You know, it, 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 they should both be in the all-star. Definitely. We should have a few. We could, could for once have a few all-star players in this team. Certainly Although Segura got robbed last year, so I don't really trust the, yes, uh, I don't trust the voting. Well, we'll see. I really wish fans weren't allowed to vote, but it is what it is. God, I and know. to be honest, because Didi Gregoris is going to hit 60 home runs. So, I mean. Yo, can you imagine? Out of nowhere. Didi out of nowhere. The joke is on us. Yes. <laughs> uh, guys, that, that's a wrap for this week, guys. Uh, we have the annual NL East preview show coming up with the other NL East UK accounts. That's coming up very, very soon. And then it'll just be, what, just under a week before the new season. So it's going to be the prediction show, Alex. We'll get our predictions in for all sorts and get yours as well, your listeners' predictions in, and have some fun with that. And then and then it's here, Alex. It's the Phillies B, the <laughs> Oakland A's. Oh, man. Um, I'm buzzing. Alex, overall, in, in general, how excited are you for this? Just over two weeks away to opening day. I mean, I... I am so excited. I mean, I don't think I could put into words how excited I am because it's, this is like the first time that I, you know, I always get hyped for opening day. This is the yeah. first time where I, I, I like actually look at the roster and I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like this yeah. is, this is good stuff. Like, you know, I, and I, I, I'm somebody who pays a lot of attention to the depth and to the, you know, things like that. So I, I look at AAA and I look at things like that and I'm like, Oh, this is like not bad. Um, you know, they have at least like one guy in every facet that I think if things go really haywire, they can bring these guys up and be like, okay, you guys can try and, you know, patch the hole here. Right. So I'm really excited. I mean, I am just, I'm, I'm pretty over the moon. I think that especially having them gone over the tax, um, I think, you know, you can't, you can't give up on this team until after the trade deadline. I mean, yeah, you, you just can't because we saw what the Braves did last year. Braves at the trade deadline had a sub 500 record. And then the momentum took them on. It's, I mean, and nothing, nothing, literally nothing is stopping the Phillies from having a similar deadline. Should all go oh. totally wrong. Nothing. Is <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come deadline back. day, we'll be going, ding is over. As we collapse into fourth place. Nah, nah. Glass out full. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking part and getting your questions in. Please subscribe, spread the word, Broad Street to Britain, add it to your podcast list. I've been Dave Shaw at UK Phillies. Alex Carr, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at Alex Carr MLB. You can also find me on Twitch at uh, Take a Vault, twitch.tv slash Take a Vault.
Awesome. And we will see you next week where we'll be a week close to the opening day. From me, ring the bell. And from Alex. Ring the bell, baby. Yes. Good night, guys. <laughs>